I always say when you're manifesting your own lane, there is no competition, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Some people are afraid to like own themselves, to be who they really are. So that authenticity thing that you talked about on the mic, that comes. When we do something really courageous, bold, and brave, we undoubtedly inspire others. So already you're, you're helping others see that you've tapped into your own personal power. The Podcast Accelerator is the only done-for-you podcast production and master coaching program in the world. Thank you for tuning in to the Suave Sessions podcast. Today's guest is Michelle Soro. She is the creator of the Podcast Accelerator program, and she has not only taken her own podcast to the next level, but teaches others how to do the same. So kick back and relax. You are now tuned in to Suave Sessions. All right. So, Michelle, how did you get started with podcasting? Um, what encouraged you to do it? That is a question with a story. All right. <laughs> have you heard of Tony Robbins? I have. Yes. Okay. I went to a date with Destiny back in 2017, so forever ago now. And at the time I was a TV shopping host on Extra. And all I wanted was to turn that one day a week gig into a full-time thing. And there was a lot of conversation of that being a real viability. But by day five of that goddamn event, I literally found my destiny, dropped to my knees, see a chandelier was blasting in the arena, 5,000 people in Florida. And I literally heard a voice that said, TV is not for you. It was your little girl dream. It was all around significance and wanting to matter and be worthy and all that. And that was real. And then it was like, well, then what is the destiny? And the next day someone said to me, you should start a podcast. And I literally thought that podcasts were reserved for mega brands and celebrities. And, uh, but this person was so certain that this is what I should do. So about four months later, started my podcast and it's been life-changing, my friend. I mean, absolutely life-changing for business and in personal ways. Yeah. And I think most people don't realize, again, just the importance of having a voice um, and what that does for you and your business and society as a whole, because we all have different opinions and it's important to kind of get those opinions out there and, you know, the most responsible way, of course. Couldn't agree more. And right now, especially, you know, there's just so much insanity going on, no matter where you are, to the left, to the right, in the center. I don't care. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, amplifying your voice is super important, but it's also an incredible platform. You know, I think of a podcast as a marketing vehicle for more reach, more resonance, and in many cases, ROI. I mean, it really is incredible what can happen if you just stay consistent and trust yourself that you will know what to say you will evolve you will get better because i don't know about you but i know all the people in the world who want to start a podcast and i know all the reasons why they get stopped <laughs> if they listen to the imposter syndrome that nearly crushed me in the beginning i compared my number one very first episode to oprah and i was like mm -hmm. who does that imposter syndrome does that right, <laughs> right. can you relate absolutely absolutely yeah. i did i did the same thing and it was instantly i was like i can't do that um you have to find your lane and then just learn how to be yourself in your lane and not compare yourself to other people oh my god you just paraphrased a quote that i'm i'm fairly known for and i, I always say when you're manifesting your own lane there is no competition right mm -hmm. Absolutely. some people are afraid to like own themselves to be who they really are so that authenticity thing that you talked about on the mic that comes if there's mm -hmm. anything that I can share with your listeners, it's like that comes with time. You, the middle lifts, you forget the mics there and you literally be yourself the way that you are with your favorite person that you're the most comfortable with. But it takes a little bit of time. 
it takes time and then like i had a conversation with one of my friends and he was like stop trying to perfect it and just do it and then you just you perfect it as you go and it just becomes better it's never going to be perfect you're always going to hear something when you're listening back and like oh that sounds horrible but as long as you're improving yourself and you're improving your topics you're making sure you're staying relevant you're making sure that you're giving your audience what they're looking for i think you're always going to win it's, it's just you can't look at someone that has like 11 million or 13 million listeners and say i need to do what that person is doing exactly and and the thing that i keep in mind this is what it helped me uh continue when i did call my producer day one of my podcasts being uh published and i'm like take it down take it down we've made a huge mistake mm -hmm. and i was comparing my beginning to oprah's middle and the thing about oprah or any of the podcasters that were obsessed with i happen to love her and her show um is that they didn't start with 11 million downloads or a million downloads right they just started so it's like right. be willing to start be humble enough to kind of suck in the beginning as you're learning something new but over time, we will get better, we'll get stronger. And I loved what you said about, you know, giving your audience what they want. I know what some people could be thinking. I don't have an audience. What do you mean an audience? I've got a hundred followers on social. Your audience will grow. And mm -hmm. even if you have a hundred people, that's a hundred beautiful souls who are tuning into your message. So I don't get caught up in vanity metrics. It's like, ask them what they want, ask them what they need, ask them what they value. They will tell you, it's incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And something that I encourage people now um, a lot more since I started doing this is there's no age limit and mm. there's there's no age that's too young to start. And these kids that are doing like um, like gift openings and toy presentations on YouTube, they're making a killing. Mm. And it, it just goes to show that there's always an audience. You just have no idea who your audience is immediately. Oh, so. good point. That's a mic drop right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, produce a lot of podcasts, you know, from basically like, I have no idea what I would even do to a completely polished and professionally produced and published podcast on all the major apps. And mm -hmm. uh, and we have that range of, of members in our program. We had an 11 year old who created a podcast called The Gamer Story and it's growing like wild fire. It's incredible. A young black man, very proud and doesn't really go the route that his mom went. She went to Brown and Stanford and you know, all of that. And he's like, mom, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna shortcut a little bit here. Right. And then we have 82 year old who was fully retired and bored out of his mind. And he's been growing this incredible podcast for the past year. So I love that you talk about there, there is no number in the, the portal of possibility. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, when you start talking about um, podcasts and how people build their authority on their subject, how does that work? Well, there's a couple of different ways it works. Number one is, is that people really respond to someone who has the balls, let's just say, can I say that here? You absolutely can. The gumption, the courage, the cojones, whatever. When we do something really courageous, bold, and brave, we undoubtedly inspire others. So already you're you're helping others see that you've tapped into your own personal power. You've let go of the negativity, the ego, the imposter syndrome, all the edges that everybody comes up against when they're about to put themselves out there in such an authentic, non-edited way, right? I don't know about you, but I don't edit my podcast and my listeners know that and it's what they value. But the other thing that I'm really present to, especially in these past two years, uh, is that the attention deficit disorder of an average adult is about six seconds. It was 12 prior to 2020. Mm -hmm. Well, 
attention is the number one most precious commodity that you can get from a human being these days. And so when you're on the mic, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever the length of your podcast is, some do two, three hour podcasts and people tune in. Those are some of the biggest shows out there. Aubrey Marcus, Joe Rogan, right? Tim Ferriss, huge, long podcasts. What are they getting the most precious commodity? Attention, right. time, engagement, and a loyalty that you just don't get any uh, on any other type of platform, not a blog, not a YouTube channel, certainly not on a regular social scroll where they barely got time to watch a 30 second video these days. It's on mm -hmm. to the next. Mm -hmm. What I love about a podcast is that they're you're in their ear. It's this intimate connection. They feel like they're with you. They know you, they're connected. And that is something that elevates your authority in their mind's eye. And it's why they start to tell their friends, you gotta tune in, right? Like this right. show, whatever they're gonna say about the show. It could be funny, it could be like, who knows? I mean, crime, it could be you know, education, entrepreneurship, lifestyle, doesn't really matter. But you get their attention and that is a beautiful way to elevate your authority. Because then when you open up an offer, or you let them know that you what you might be up to, you know, a two day event in that city where you get the most downloads, you can check all this stuff in the back end. Then it's like, you've got these acolytes mm -hmm. and you earn that right because you've been serving, serving, serving consistently with a podcast. You know, think about it. A lot of podcasts, they don't make a lot of money or any money in the beginning. And you serve, 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 give value, value. It's, like, it's the give, 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 ask model, right? Yeah. So once you create that acolyte, cause you've gotten their time and attention and then you open up the doors, I mean, your, your podcast can become the greatest marketing tool in your business. No, absolutely. And it's, it's funny for me because I started the podcast as a supplement to my magazine. And I needed that because I realized people really don't want to sit down and read an article anymore. So if I can get you to listen to an interview on your drive to work, while you're working out, while you're walking, while you're cooking, if I can engage you that way, then that's a benefit to the magazine but in the same breath it gives you that that authentic sound of the person you're interviewing so they can listen to this person that may be an actor you may be an athlete or you may be like a model photographer whatever you're now listening to them and it it just kind of hits different when you hear someone's voice explaining their story than reading it thousand percent you know and i love that you talk about that net time that no extra time you can multitask and that's why audio media is on the absolute rise i mean getting into podcasting right now the wave hasn't even begun i'm sure you feel it yeah i mean podcasting right now is like investing in apple circa night or probably 2009 right yeah totally i'm so excited to be a part of it no, it's it's amazing. I, I, again, I just I love I love the platform. I love the ability to resonate with people. Um, so I think that's that's probably my favorite part of doing podcasting. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure about you when you when you started or when you were getting ready to start. Um, what are all the things that you thought about before starting? I thought I had to have it perfect, kind of like what you were saying earlier. I thought I needed to have some momentous message. So these are the things that actually almost stopped me in my tracks, right? And then I'll mm -hmm. go to what actually is required. Um, I, I had comparisonitis is what I call it. Like, obviously I compared myself to Oprah and a lot of other people, anyone that it was doing better than me <laughs> and everyone was doing better than me because I hadn't started. <laughs> um, and I still don't have the biggest show but my show yeah. has been life-changing. It's it's built incredible, you know, collaborations and business joint ventures and all kinds of cool things. Yeah. Um, more importantly, it touches a lot of lives. I received an, a, a, 
it was a long DM this morning, so it felt like an email was gonna say that. And she was just in tears expressing something that had really resonated with her and, uh, and how it got her out of the fetal position because she literally thought she couldn't go on with life. And, uh, and But when I told her that I experienced something similar these past two years, I think a lot of us can agree these past two years have been very challenging, and, um, but it's made us stronger and more resilient. So as I share so vulnerably and so honestly at times when I'm stuck, you know, that's a place of resonance for so many that might think that you don't go through that. Right. But what I wish I would have known that we now help people understand is that you don't need to know the how. You don't need to be tech fluid. You don't need to be perfect. You don't have to have a momentous message. What would be helpful though, is to get in touch with your why. Why do you want to start a podcast? It could be something out of leisure. It could be because you want to leave a legacy. It could be for a marketing tool. It could be for, I just want to, you know, be a change maker and help to impact one life. Get in touch with your why. The rest will work itself out. All the other stuff is just the details. And I always say, it's like, let the how be the wow, because God's got you. When you step into what's pulling you forward, even just one step at a time, I believe God lights the next step along the path. So don't get caught up in the how, right? Just yeah. be clear on the what, on the why, and the why will pull you forward. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I find that the shows that I think are going to be the least played and the least downloaded become the ones that are like played the most. And I'm like, that one, like that wasn't even the great one. That was, that was basic but it, it just goes to show you never know what people are interested in and what they're really going to tune into and what they're going to gravitate towards but you know what's so interesting that you just say that is that the fundamentals and the basic stuff is what we have to be reminded of over and over i don't know about you but when people say like how do you like get out of being stressed or anxious or you know i'm like come back to the breath present moment when we're in the now there is no future, all is well. And it's like, that's so basic, but we can't say it enough because we kind of want, we want to make things complex and sophisticated and much more next level. And it's like, really, have you mastered the basics? <laughs> then we right. can talk next level. <laughs> right, the basic things. It's just yes. the simplicity of it is where it's at. Like, just keep it simple. Totally. Now, what I, what I encourage people is once the podcast is live, your work begins. Okay. Like the work of creating the podcast, that's minimal. <laughs> it's everything that you start doing afterwards and like the promoting and, you know, getting it out to the audiences and pushing it. And like, you got to find the platforms and when should you publish? How should you publish? Um, things like just your, your picture on the podcast platforms, they make a difference. So for you being the expert that you are, um, once once the podcast is live, what's next? Okay, there's one word to encompass everything you just said because I'm in complete alignment and it's consistency. So your listeners, if you if you decide to publish weekly, bi-weekly, I, I personally don't recommend going more than once a week when you start. I tried that in the beginning, two times a week was just a monster mm -hmm. of a task because it required more of my time than I had, right? The bandwidth was just very fractured, still is fractured even at one a week, but consistency is key. So number one, decide what day of the week you want to release the episode. 
be consistent um, and then market consistently and market and promote everywhere. And again, going back to that person who's like, I don't have an audience. I don't have an email list. I don't have a big social following. Start where you are. Start with five people on your email list and always let them know, hey, drop this. Let them know what's in it for them. Here's a little tip. No, and I know this because I sold like $220 million worth of product on QVC and HSN in another life. And it's like, nobody cares about the features and the benefits. They want to know what's in it for them, right? So that's really served me in promoting my podcast and all my other coaching and training programs. Give a little blur, two to three sentences. Why should someone tune in and give you their time? So yeah. let them know. And then triple down. LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever your favorite place is to play and and be consistent and then a couple days later because you're going once a week let's just say put it in your stories always add the link make it so easy when we confuse we lose so don't like here's 17 different links of where you can catch this podcast post on your favorite if you're an apple person or you know an ios person then then use that link if you're a spotify or an android use that link um, or go to your analytics and see where they're actually downloading from, right? That's important too. And it's probably going to be Apple, to be honest. It's still 85, 90% of the lion's share uh, for now and may always be. But consistency is key and, and you can't promote enough. And just promoting one day of the week for that whole week going by, it's just not going to be enough because the algorithms change. People in your feed might not have seen it. And then swap it up a little. Say another little reason why someone should tune in and what's in it for them. Um, people really value that. And yes, your front facing photo, listen, you don't need to go do a photo shoot. My cover art is an iPhone photo in my home. You know, nothing needs to be fancy. If you've got quality content, everything else is okay, but you got to have the quality content and quality and consistency. Cause if they're tuning in, they expect to listen to your show. It's on their rotation, right? Usually people have four to five podcasts they listen to per week. If you've earned a spot on their top five and you start missing a couple of weeks in a row, they're gonna go find someone else to fill that spot in. So consistency is key. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And now you have the podcast accelerator. Yeah. Um, tell me about that. Cause I think it's amazing. Ah. Oh. Okay, cool. I'm so excited that you asked about this. So the Podcast Accelerator is the only done for you podcast production and master coaching program in the world. Um, I'm uh, a co-founder with my business partner, Ginny, who is the CEO and founder of Ginny Media. It's a top 10 podcast production house in the US. Uh, she produces for mega brands like Condé Nast, Allure, Architectural Digest, Siemens, Wired, um, so many more. And then about 180 people like me uh, who have a voice, want to get a message out and touch as many lives as possible. So she's been my producer since day one. At the end of 2018, I realized that my podcast had led to incredible opportunities. So I reached out to her in the beginning of 2019 and I said, no, 2020, excuse me, just not even two years ago. And I said, if my podcast has done this for me, imagine if we could do this for others, are you open to this? There's nothing like it in the world. It's bananas to try to imagine producing a bunch of people at once in a short eight week program. She said, it's totally insane, I'm in. And so <laughs> over the past two years, not even two years, about 18 months, we've produced 128 podcasters. We have a 95th percentile completion rate. And if you've ever taken a digital course, then you know that it's about a usually a puny 2% completion rate. Uh, we teach everything live and we, we start you from, I have no idea what my podcast would even be about. We coach you every step along the journey to 
custom cover art, custom music, intro, outro, a whole interview. We guide you and coach you on how to be yourself on the mic, either with the person or going solo. Um, and then how to market. We give you a year's worth of marketing um, by the end of the program and you launch. You're on all the major pod apps before the program is over with a group of kick-ass podcasters just like you. So it's pretty incredible. And um, I don't know if we're able to do this, but we have some upcoming free masterclasses where people can not only learn how to build authority through podcasting, but come and meet myself and my co-founder. So if you're up for it, we can share a link with your listeners. Oh, absolutely. I would love oh, to. Thanks. Cool. I would love to. Yeah. Change so, more lives. Absolutely. You have to. And <laughs> I, you know, because you, you talk to other podcasters once you start doing it and you find out kind of like what everyone is doing. And one guy, he asked a question. He was like, you know, I've been doing this for this long and I don't really have any listeners. And he's like, I really don't know what I'm doing wrong. Mm. And the guy's advice was delete everything mm. and start over. Mm. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> why would you do that? And I don't, I don't know if that's even strategically smart because what I find is if somebody listens to my podcast, like for the first time, mm -hmm. typically what they do is like scroll down, start listening to like older podcasts, because if you, if you grab them on one, it's like, oh, let's see what else I missed. And they got, they start listening. And I'm like, if you delete everything, what do you have to start with? That's right. That's right. People want to binge. If, if they get value or resonate, if there's some sort of, yeah, connection, they're going to mm -hmm. go back. You know, I really, I empathize with this person who, I don't know if they ended up deleting everything from the past, but I had a podcast title called Mindset Mashup. Mm -hmm. A year into my journey, my podcast was doing quite well my first year. Um, I no longer resonated with the title or even the way in which I did the show. I was actually hiding, to be honest, underneath other like thought leaders and entrepreneurs and game changers that built a lot of sort of very famous names. I was hiding behind their mindset and not honoring and owning mine. Mm -hmm. So that's why I called it the mm -hmm. mind mashup because I didn't think that I was good enough to just come on and share about my mindset. Well, a year in, I was like, you know what, F this. Like, I'm, I am totally worthy of owning my own voice and getting on the mic. So this is why I relate to anyone's imposter syndrome. Totally get it. I'm like, I was you. Right. And, uh, and then I changed my, my podcast title, my cover art, everything, the description uh, to fire and soul. And it's like inspired action from an awakened soul. And my podcast actually took off after I did that even more so, but I left Mindset Mashup. I left even the number one very first episode where it's so cringeworthy, but I'm damn proud of that. You know why? Because I look back and I'm like, look at how much you've grown. Mm -hmm. You know, look at all that progress. Mm -hmm. And isn't that what we're all after? I don't want to hide all the imperfections. And now I'm in a different place, right? The podcast has helped me own my confidence. It's like, yeah, I sucked. I, I did. I did. I'll own it. <laughs> we we all did. <laughs> right, right. Well, who knows how to do this? And especially going solo, you're like, I feel right. like long in a straight jacket. Um, when <laughs> I'm very comfortable with that, that's strange. Um, yeah. So yeah, looking back on your your volume of work and honoring the growth, that for me is what this life is all about. Yeah, I think the one thing that you kind of look back to in the beginning is your sound. It's like, this sounds horrible. And it was like, what was I used? Like, was the microphone I using horrible? Was the software I was uploading to bad? It's, you don't know. And what you realize is, again, after each one, you get better. 
-hmm. and it's just it's a level of progression and you can't you can't rush it you just have to put in the work and That's find it. out what happens and that i think right there my friend is the last and final reason why most people don't want a podcast is because we live in a very disposable very convenience-based mentality these days mm -hmm. people think they can get to your level or even my level three and a half years in you know and my podcast does well it's not the biggest but it does very well and they expect that day one yeah like you didn't yeah. even know how to walk when you tried how many times did you fall down right thank god your parents didn't give up on you now you don't give up on you right yeah right. patience and consistency and time and put in the work put in the reps and you're going to get the return and i think that's that's life in general so yeah. with everything you have to put in the work you're so, like church right now. I love this. Yeah, no, you you'll never have a beach body in two weeks. Like it's it's not gonna happen. <laughs> so no, but damn those diet commercials and try to <laughs> you know what I mean? I know yeah. that I'm gonna fall for that stuff anymore, but like, no, there is no fast route, there is no easy route. If you want what someone else has, it probably took the minimum 10 to 20 years to get there. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. start now. Start yeah. today, start afraid. And by the way, if you think you're gonna be ready. When you get this or when you get that, lose that weight, get that degree, get that credential, ready is a lie. Start now and that's how you become ready. And I, I love that you are a transformational trainer because that's exactly what it is. The transformation is a process. Oh my it, God. It, it is not overnight. No, it's, it's a journey. Not overnight. It's a journey and I love the rough, dark spots. I'm like, ooh, I'm growing. This is a really <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys, I hope you really enjoyed the interview I just had with Michelle. Um, she is a wealth of knowledge. And with this interview, like every other interview, I hope you take something away from it. If you are someone who wants to start a podcast, click on the link inside of my bio that'll take you over to the Accelerator program and Michelle will absolutely take care of you guys. Um, this is a, it's an amazing industry. I love what I do. I love being able to talk to people. I love being able to share my opinions. So if that's something that you wanna do, go for it. Don't stop. Don't wait. It's there. All right. So make sure you subscribe, comment, like the channel, give us your ratings. Let us know what you think. And in the meantime, stay blessed, be cool, stay suave. Peace.